Don't get behind. It's time to unwind. A conversation purely designed with you in mind. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Pure Perspectives. Thanks for tuning in with us today. My name is Mia. It's your girl, Desiree. And I'm Jasmine. I don't know why she just said that, but it's your girl. It's your girl. girl. We we gotta stop coming for Desiree at the beginning of every episode. She needs to stop doing all that. People are gonna think that y'all are really mean. People know Jasmine's mean. I don't know about me. I ain't do nothing. (laughs) So anyway, our discussion this week is going to be tailored around being a nurse in the time of a pandemic. And so, yeah, that's a that's a lot. A lot of responsibility. (laughs) Who you telling? Those are lies we talking about. (laughs) So we got to retitle this being a hero during the pandemic. That that sounds nice. We might have to. (laughs) We might have to. (laughs) But in order to have that conversation, we need a nurse. Because it ain't, we ain't, it ain't me. <laughs> and so we are blessed today and to have, favored. Ooh, I like that. To have a nurse. Well, she's not in the building. She's on the phone. But we're excited to have a nurse with us to talk about this conversation and share her perspective. So today we have Jamie Weiner. And Jamie Weiner is a current nurse at UNC Health in the Pediatric Intensive Care Unit. She started there as a new graduate nurse about two and a half years ago after graduating from UNC Chapel Hills School of Nursing in May of 2018. Jamie loved UNC Chapel Hills so much that she decided to attend graduate school there this past fall to get her doctorate of nursing practice degree with a family nurse practitioner focus. She's smart, y'all. Woo, that's a mouthful. <laughs> She's <Okay>. smart, y'all. <laughs> Jamie went into nursing because she has a passion for caring for others, even when they are at a low point in their life, whether that be physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. Jamie believes showing patients compassion and empathy can make all the difference in their care, and that's truly what amazes her about seeing patients because they are truly resilient humans, and especially children. Welcome, Jamie. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Actually, Jamie, I am so sorry. I forgot and left off your <laughs> she motto. She sure cut off part of her bio. You see, I you did. Okay. The, the line and it's crazy because I really enjoyed your quote because I like the Gilmore Girls. So Jamie's motto is, if eating cake is wrong, I don't want to be right. By Lorelai Gilmore. Oh, that's how you say it. True. Yes. Yes. If you watch the Gilmore Girls, you, <laughs> you know you would understand. Gr- great show, great quote. We love it. We love it. <laughs> Jamie, how are yeah. you? I'm doing well. How are y'all doing today? You know, we're good. It's raining, but we're good. We're Too bad you know, we don't have any cake. Exactly. <laughs> we should have sent you some cake. <laughs> we should have told Jasmine to make a cake. Jasmine, that's who you wanted making Why the cake? Why am I making the cake? <laughs> I was going to say that doesn't even sound right. <laughs> we should have had Mia make the cake. I don't do hard labor on weekends. Desiree don't want to like to make treats for Jamie when she come in town. Oh, she true. Those chocolate chip cookies. Well, we just said she was oh, a hero. Yeah. So <laughs> You hear that, Jasmine? She knew exactly what I was talking exactly. about. Because Desiree makes treats for her other friends when they come. Jamie, you're not helping the situation here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And we'll get right into this episode after this ad break. Hey, y'all. 
We are excited to be affiliates with Hum Nutrition. If you've been looking to improve on your beauty and wellness in 2021, make sure you're listening. Hum Nutrition is a natural supplement line that has unique and ultra-specific formulations designed around fuller hair, stronger nails, dry skin, acne and breakouts, fine lines, digestive support, stress, energy, and weight. It's made in the USA, sustainably sourced, non-GMO ingredients that are free of soy, gluten, artificial colors, and it's backed by clinical results, which is just one of the things that we love most about it. Show us the results! Another great thing about Hum is if you aren't sure which of their products is the right one for you, they have a quick quiz that gives you a personalized list of product recommendations from a registered dietitian. Hum has been featured in Refinery29, Vogue, Forbes, and Allure, just to name a few. If that doesn't make you want to try it out, we aren't sure what will. Oh, wait. Actually, we are. If you follow the link in the episode notes and use the code HUM10 at checkout, you can get $10 off of your first order. Yeah, we said 10. And honestly, we wouldn't be offended if you pause the episode right now to go place your order. We'll always be here. But this offer probably won't. Okay, so jumping right into the conversation, how did you feel when news of the pandemic was first released? Honestly, when it first started coming out that it was in China, I really didn't believe it was going to be anything big deal. I was like, oh, man, we have the flu here. It's not going to be anything more than that. It's never even going to get over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't really convinced. And even in like January when, or whenever it first got to Washington State, I was like, it's not going to be a big deal. It's just going to be like a little flu. Like we already have a coronavirus variant anyway that kids can get. Um, just not this novel. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I was like, it's not going to be a a big deal. It's going to be fine. But then as things progressed, I was very much wrong. And, um, As was was the rest of America. Yeah, I was going to say, I agree. (laughs) It's something that none of us really expected to get as big as it was. So you are not the only one because I honestly didn't think it was going to affect us either. I'd be like, oh, that's like another country. Like, girl, that's not even going to get here. This is America. (laughs) Like, (laughs) For me, I was thinking more like, oh, I get to work from home for a couple weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Desiree, love that work from home. I do. Oh my gosh. Mm, I love it. Don't ever want to go back in the office. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think anybody expected it to get as bad as it got. Yeah, honestly. And to last for as long as it has already. It's been almost a year. Literally. We don't got nothing together. Y'all know the scary part. Y'all know how, you know, all them like conspiracy theorist type stuff. They were talking about that old book that was written that told about like the coronavirus hitting in 2020. And they said that was year one of the two-year pandemic. <laughs> so Not two years. Yeah, no, they really, they wrote that in that book. So, I mean, I don't know what y'all be thinking about stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't got the answers. Um, <laughs> well, if that's the case, at least we're halfway done. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at you trying facts. to find the positivity right. in that because it's only half, January. <laughs> got 11 more months. Unlike me, I know. I, that is <laughs> If y'all knew Jamie, that is very much unlike Jamie. She is that pessimistic person. Like, dang, a whole nother year. I'm trying to be realistic. Yeah, I would say say she's more realistic. (laughs) It's so funny, y'all. We didn't even really talk about how we met Jamie, but we've known her for like forever. We didn't even talk about how we met her. We just 
We just we dived just in. Straight in. So for those who don't know, because you're probably thinking, wow, these girls seem real, real comfortable. comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> we met Jane. Well, I met Jamie in middle school. I'm pretty sure Mia yeah, met same. her in middle school. And then Jasmine met her in high school. And mm-hmm. Jamie is just, she's Mia's Jaylees. She's probably yeah, like she, that's my Jay Lee's right there. Y'all, y'all wouldn't understand unless she was there, but that's my Jay Lee's. <laughs> yeah, and Jamie, Jamie and I cheered together all throughout high school. So yeah, I'll say it's one of Desiree's best friends. So yeah. like we know her. We're not just you know hopping it up with some random nurse like <laughs> <laughs> some random nurse. Like, that means we can vouch and say that we know that she's smart too and knows what she's talking about. So. Oh yeah, Jamie's real we can, smart. We she proofreads vouch. all my oh, papers. Boy, I think. When I first met Jamie, like, I think it was because we were, like, in, I'm not knocking the rest of y'all math groups, but we we were in uh, the smart kids math group together, and we was in a team, you know, good old days in sixth grade. Oh, my. We had a blast. Oh, my gosh. Miss Baxter's class. Yes, Miss Baxter's class. I was in Miss Baxter's. I got kicked out of Miss Baxter's class because my phone kept going off playing Crank That by Soldier Boy, and it was my grandma calling. Oh. It was going off while I was in the bathroom and I walked back in and everybody cool. was looking at me and Miss Baxter's like, you need to take that yeah. phone and get out. Miss Baxter did not play any games. I just need y'all to know. She that. did not. But I loved her. Like looking back, she I taught me a too. lot. <laughs> yeah, she did. She, really, she scared me at first, but mm-hmm. once she got to know her, she was amazing. She was. <laughs> so kind of just moving along um, with that. <laughs> With the well, not with that topic of Miss Baxter, but with the topic of being a nurse. <laughs> um, how would you describe um, the change in your day to day after the pandemic started? So I'd say it was. It's been really crazy. I swear, every day we have new rules and policies on what we need to do, or if we have a COVID patient, the rules we need to follow. Most notably is having to wear a mask all day every day you know you don't realize how much it starts to hurt the back of your ears but um, i'll be going to the grocery store for an hour and it'd be hurting the back of my ears so. <laughs> yeah 12 12 and a half 13 hour shifts and now they've started making us mandating like eye protection so you have to wear like a face shield or some kind of like eye protection over your glasses to cover the sides and that's just kind of our standard approach these days. Who knows if it'll continue to evolve and change, but we have to be really careful. And it's been interesting in the pediatric world with kids. I know at the for the longest time, adults couldn't have any visitors or they were very restricted, even with like labor and delivery, which seems really odd to me that right. they couldn't have like visitors. But um, we had allowed at least one parent or guardian could be present, but they weren't allowed to switch out. They had to stay the whole time. Um, this really takes a toll on that parent, especially when they have other kids at home or if they're a single parent or if they really need if they're a central frontline worker and they need to go to work. Right. So it's important for us not to judge them if they can't stay with their child 24-7 because, you know, they have have to make a living for themselves and their children if they have other children or they don't have child care for their other children at home. That's just been really hard for, for parents, really. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely um, comment off what you said about like even with labor, because my little sister had my nephew 2020. So in the middle of the pandemic 
And it was something that was, it was so unusual because like, of course, like she wanted my mom there with her. Like, you know, you want the comfort of like, mm-hmm. your mo- you need your mother, but yeah. she was only allowed to have one person. So of course, like her boyfriend, the baby's father was the one that was there and it was crazy because none of us could experience that with her. But we like, we had to set up FaceTime to watch like a group FaceTime to watch my nephew mm-hmm. be born. So and awful. yeah, and before that, during like doctor visits, like they she had to go alone to them, mm-hmm. like you said. So that's crazy, especially for a young like first time mom, like doesn't know oh, like, yeah. what to expect. So I will say the pandemic definitely like it affected like parents a lot. So I was gonna say even with Jasmine's brother and Sarica, I know Sarica has had doctor visits, like she hasn't gave birth yet, but she has to go to him alone as well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he just. Gets to sit in the car, basically. If they're not doing, like, what's the thing where to put the thing on the belly and you get to the, see the baby? What, the sonic? The ultrasound. That, if they're not doing that, he doesn't get to go in. So for the past wow. however many months, he hasn't been able to go in and probably won't be able to until, like, towards the end, which will be closer to March. But, yeah, that's that's crazy. I would be pissed. Like, yeah, especially I already got bad parent, nerves. Like, like, I got to go in here, but I already do not like doctors. I would be shook. <laughs> all, all, I to, all I have to say is I'm glad it wasn't me because y'all know me. And if it came down to it between my mama and <laughs> my baby's father, it might be it my, mama. my mama. <laughs> I, I, I need my mom. Honestly, he's like, you want to be there yeah, always. Yeah, because he been done fell out. Like, you yeah. being dramatic be like, over I here. Need my I mom. might get pissed at him. Yeah. And, you know, my mom, she going to rub my head yeah. and everything. Make me feel all good. Moms know what to do, y'all. Like moms are needed. <laughs> so, you know, we talked about like how everything's changed for you and how you've experienced all these new changes. So there's clearly like a lot going on on a day to day basis. So what motivates you to get up and continue, you know, going to work every day in the midst of all of this? I would say, especially the population I work with kids, I just I love kids and I love being an advocate for them, especially when you know, they don't have the opportunity to advocate for themselves. Um, so it's just, I just love being able to go to work and be that person for them, even if they don't have a parent there at the bedside, being able to be a voice for them. Um, and then, you know, we haven't really had many, we've had a few kids with um, the coronavirus, but we've been, you know, getting our regular kids that are very, very sick in the PICU and you know, seeing them thrive and, you know, get better and be able to leave the ICU, that's always so powerful to me because kids are just, I know I've said it before, but they're so resilient. They will keep going, 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 and their bodies will just keep compensating for them as long as possible. And that's the thing that doesn't really happen with adults as much. Kids are just amazing. That's really what motivates me and keeps me going seeing those success stories Aww. that's so sweet that's, that's so right. cute <laughs> I'm saying like I'm about to shed a tear and I was even like thinking like before with when you were mentioning how like parents you know sometimes had to choose whether they would if they could be there or be with their other kids I was going to ask if you felt like there was that sense that y'all had to step in and be that person yeah, for that those role. kids yeah in addition to the work that you had to do um I mean no one can replace a child's, you know, parent, but it is important when the doctor's round and they have a lot of questions because they, I mean, they, they might come round a couple times a day, but nursing, we're here at the bedside with our patients 24 seven. So we know, you know, what they like and what they don't like and how they've been doing. And, 
um, how they've been progressing or not progressing. Are they eating well? Are they not eating at all? And so that's like an important part. Other, if we had a parent that stayed at the bedside the whole time, I would, you know, ask the parent, like, you know, your child best. You've, you've been in here more than I have. But when a parent doesn't have that opportunity, I think it's important as nurses to step up and, you know, relay that information to the team. Yeah, for sure. I think that's something we discussed in like another episode when we touched on like teachers and like how their role is more than just being a teacher. I feel like that kind of plays into nurses, too, because, of course, you're doing your job that's in your job description, but then you're also being there for those kids in a different way, which is big as well and definitely a lot of pressure. So the people that go into nursing really have to love it because if you don't, I feel like you're not going to make it. Right. Definitely. I agree. So what would you say is a general misconception that people have about nurses and then also the role that you've played during the pandemic? Hmm. A misconception in general, I'd say about nurses. Um, I guess like, I would say one one thing that I've realized, like people have the misconception, like they don't think nurses are as valuable as they well, are. And they are yeah. so they are so valuable. Like people try to downplay nurses as being yeah. like not the doctor. But as you just stated, you guys do so much. Like you're so vital to patient care. I saw a TikTok the other yeah. day and it was like top five things, like top five reasons doctors are better than nurses or something like that. And the dude was just dancing and nothing ever popped up. And I was like, yeah, right. Right. (laughs) Don't do that. It's like, it's kind of like dentists and dental hygienists. The dental hygienist cleans the teeth and then the dentist dentist comes in. Like, okay, everything's good. See you next time. No, that, yeah, same. I'm just going to say, nurses be, like she said, they be bedside with them the whole time. The doctor comes in like, yeah. You look good. Yeah. They leave and, here comes, and the nurse goes back to work. You look good. <laughs> yeah. Good to go. Good to go. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say nurses do a heck of a lot. We, I mean, when it, we give medications, we set up medications. Like the IV pumps, I don't know if you've seen like pictures, but in intensive care unit, there's so much equipment that and I know some doctors be like I would never be able to set this up Mm. um and it's like a lot of that we do yeah set it up keep it running keep it going I mean you know when you have really really sick patients sometimes they can't hold their blood pressure so you have drugs like to titrate to help keep their blood pressure up or if their blood pressure is too high you have drugs to help to keep it down in a in a stable place so sometimes you're going up and down on continuous infusions of medications every 15 minutes so you don't really have time to you know leave the bedside or go grab a coffee and all that you really have to be there because they're that sick and some you know that's that's nursing that's usually there and and a lot of times it's it's more than one nurse you have to get you know your co-workers to come in and help you um and sometimes you know, you might have that one patient or two patients and, you know, the physicians or any other um, upper level health care providers have, you know, the whole unit. We have a 20 bed PICU. So they also have to take care of all the other patients in the entire unit. And, if, you know, there's two patients really acting up at once. You know, what do you do? Yeah. So they really rely on nurses to help you know, keep everyone safe and stable. Right. 
And that sounds like a lot of I'm responsibility. I'm listening like. Yeah, I'm saying hello. <laughs> like no missteps at all. Yeah, literally. Because that's literally someone's life. Yeah. And just to like imagine yeah. that. Yeah, that's crazy. And to think like that's the way it was before COVID. And then it probably only only intensified after the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Mm. Definitely. And then if you have one of those really, really sick patients who has coronavirus, you have to deal with that while wearing, you know, all that gear. Right. And um, it gets really hot with those that we transition to these like plastic gowns. And man, those get really hot. Look, I get hot with the mask. I was about to say, Desiree would be about to burn up in that little plastic gown. I would be oh, literally yeah. dripping. <laughs> I am always like dripping sweat. Like on my, you can like see it through the gown on my arms. Like That's it's crazy. crazy hot. Oh my gosh. So, ooh, going off that, because you, like you said, it's it's a physical toll on you yourself with all <laughs> the new stuff you have to deal with. Have you been able to like practice any type of self-care during this stressful time, like as a healthcare worker? Um, I like to, sometimes I have to stay really late at work, so um, it can get into like 13-hour shifts, and I just, you know, if I have to be back the next day, I really have to just come home and take a shower, eat, and go to bed, but really, I like, you know, to watch Netflix to really help me distress, or Friends <laughs> is like my my go-to show, I'm always watching Friends. Um, I love Friends. And Yes. Being able to, like, FaceTime with family. Um, I know my nieces and nephew have been just amazing at, like, taking my mind away from all this. Like, uh-huh. they'll send me, like, dance videos that are just, like, hilarious. Like, I don't even know what they're doing. And it, it's just <laughs> so funny that it just, it really, like, de-stresses me and takes my mind off things. So, that's always funny when they're being cute like that oh, yeah. so. can't wait to have a little nephew yeah. her niece her the oldest one is a cornball like <laughs> she has so much life in her and I just love how like kids have so kids much be life the best. No, not, be the best. Say, kids have the best personality like they're great like they're amazing like she said you could be like in the worst mood and I promise kids are gonna make they gonna you do something and they pick up on it too they're like yeah. you okay <laughs> like what's wrong with you my niece is so funny because like when I'm annoyed with her or something I'll be like Tori she will fake sleep like she will sit there close her eyes like roll her little <laughs> eyes behind her like I can't hear yeah. you <laughs> and she's just she's so funny and when I say kids like like you said they pick up on everything like my niece came the, to visit the other day she went and ran to Jasmine's room and was like trying to open the door and I was like Jasmine's working and she starts whispering talking about Jasmine's working <laughs> like how does she know to whisper that she like kids are just so smart and they're funny like oh my god love them that's cute yeah she would start whispering I said I said girl who told you that you had to be quiet because she working how you know that <laughs> somebody somebody Someone told her, her. Yeah. <laughs> be quiet I'm working <laughs> So um, this is something that I've actually reached out to you personally about um, just because in this time that we're in, we do have this vaccine. And, you know, I actually just got the first dose. But before that, I was very hesitant and nervous. And I was texting Jamie like, Jamie, you got your vaccine? Because I'm like, if you got it, I mean, I might get it now. Somebody already got it. Exactly. So um have you received the vaccine and did you have any type of hesitation with getting it? And did you have any reactions? So I have received the vaccine. I've received both doses already. At first, 
when it first came out, I was I was totally gung ho. I was like, no, I've got to get this. I've got to get it ASAP. And then some of my close um, friends at work were a little bit more hesitant, and that kind of made me hesitate a little bit. But their main concerns were just like, how do we know how this will affect like women in the future with mm-hmm. um, of childbearing age and fertility? Um, we just don't know much, and I agree. But I mean, we've had significant vaccines like the polio and polio virus like that came out and you know you just have to really trust the science there's not much out there it's an mRNA vaccine there's not much out there about how it could cause fertility I think that's a myth that's been busted by scientists and then just seeing all the healthcare providers like the physicians that I work with the doctors and the residents like rushing to get it I know they're so smart I mean they went to medical school and so for them to not really hesitate and be rushing to go get it like I know it it brings me some kind of peace and comfort with it so I did go ahead and get it the first dose I didn't really I didn't even feel it it I mean I maybe had a little bit of a sore arm um as you would with any kind of shot but no really effects from that but then the second dose I had heard that it it can make you feel really crummy um and about it was like 26 hours after I got it I started I felt it um I had a fever I got up to like 101.4 um I was feeling like I couldn't move I was so slow every single muscle in my body hurt like I had run a marathon but you know God knows I've never done that. <laughs> and like, I just, I was so, so like every joint like hurt to me. I didn't understand. Um, and it was cold and it was hot and it was cold and I had a headache. And, um, but that was around like three o'clock in the afternoon. So it was like 20, I got mine at one the day before. And then I went to bed that night and I woke up and I was totally fine. I ain't gonna lie. You had me in the first half. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it sounds decent, but But I've even heard some people have those experiences with the first first dose. Yeah. And so I think it varies, like, depending on the person. I went into my first dose thinking, okay, well, I know I react to a flu shot. Like, my arm gets really, really sore, and it's sore for a couple of days. And then whenever I got that first dose, my arm... You can tell it was like a little sore, but it was near mm-hmm. not nearly as bad as it gets with the flu shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been considering. Yeah, I'm like, I'm the same way because I've been considering the vaccine because it's like Jamie said, you have to trust the, the science of it. Like these people that are creating these vaccines, like they are so intelligent beyond beyond like my personal grasp of intelligence. Right. And it's like <laughs> this is what they've trained their whole life for type thing. And sometimes, like you said, you have to like trust the science. I personally feel like I want to get it just because I do have like a, you know, newborn nephew. I have a young niece. I I'm around a lot of people, like whether it's through work or like social wise, like I have a lot of friends and everyone wants to, you know, start going out into the world and doing things. And I'm just like, I'm hesitant because it's like, ooh. but if I had that, if I had that vaccine, I would I would feel a lot better. I just know I would. I'm just. Yeah, that's (laughs) like the same thing that kind of went through my head was there was that hesitation just because you don't know what's going to yeah. like what the long-term mm-hmm. side effects could be 
Right. And then at the same time, what's going through my head is like I have a mother who's high risk mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm reaching out to people that are in the healthcare system like Jamie and they're saying, yeah, I'm taking it. And, you know, you kind of see like little glimpses of what they go through. And I'm like, well, if a doctor that knows probably all of these ingredients that are yeah. in this vaccine <laughs> right. and they're like, yeah, stick me up. then Who am I <laughs> to be like, nah, nah. don't stick me up. <laughs> Like, I don't even like needles, so I'm not nowhere in line to get this vaccine. If it so happens that they're like, oh, you're next, like, it'll be like, okay, let me get ready. Jasmine, but like, Jasmine I ain't gonna go, wait for the mist. Yeah, I, ain't gonna ask, I don't even get a flu shot. Like, she really if don't the like flu needles. Mist is not oh available, I don't, don't get it. Like, <laughs> don't tell the nurse. I'll get the oh, mist, yeah. which I don't know if it works as well, but I'm not getting no needles stuck in my arm just for no I'm sorry I'm not gonna do it but I mean if they're like Jasmine it's your turn everybody else in the world has done it I'll be like I'm good not they gonna call you up and be like um yes may I speak to Jasmine Trogdon they gonna be calling me like the car warranty people because no and you guys you guys want to know the wildest part a lot of people really think like that's what they're gonna do they think they're gonna be like like not call up but like at your door, Jasmine, come on. Like at Roll some up your point, sleeve. it's going to get to that. Like once they've gotten all of like the higher risk people out the way, so like the healthcare workers, the older people, the people that are more at risk, maybe kids, they're going to start coming for everyone else. No, but, but like in the United States legally, like they can't force you to get anything. That's why you have these kids they that go to school. Kids, no, they you can't, can't go to school if you don't have your shot. That's the thing. Yeah. That's well, why people homeschool or people do send their yeah. children to school and they end up catching things that we have vaccinations for. And don't it's very dangerous. Right? Yeah. That's, got vaccine. that's, a, that's a common papers? thing. Yeah, but that's a common thing, girl. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, moving here from California, I believe it took a while for my paperwork to even be transferred over from my doctors when I was a kid. So sometimes, you know, paperwork could get caught up or people like, people will falsify paperwork. They don't care. But yeah, girl, that's a common thing. There are a lot of, like, people, anti-vaxxers that are very against it and they will, like... I can see it being... like something if you're going to travel to like oh, other yeah. places yeah. they're going to be like I could see yeah they talked that. about that too putting on a passport if you've been COVID vac- vaccinated or not I've I heard that they just oh, they're about to I'm get gonna me. say <laughs> they just I think they just released or like or are planning to where you can't go out of the United States to a different country without a you have to have a negative COVID test to go out and to get back in I believe. So that yeah. means like you have to quarantine or wait for that test or like take your test like within three days of travel or something. But I mean, that kind of it makes sense because mm. yeah, just how, be doing that yeah, like how how bad it was in the beginning. And like people were it, stranded out in the water for months. I'll say, look, Boy, how- I would have been <laughs> sick. Do you hear me? If I was on that boat, I would have been freaking out. You don't. I'll say, Jasmine didn't even like being on a cruise. I, yeah, I didn't even attack. enjoy it in regular times because that water was a little bit too rocky for me. So imagine being on there, you just in a COVID. What's this, a tea tree dish? What's the little thing called? Whatever. You are a sitting duck. No, but true. And look how it did spread at the beginning. It was just like a couple people. And they was out we traveling. was in New Orleans, like came back and it it got shut down. We were like, wow. Yes. So you as a nurse would recommend people get their vaccine. I would. I would definitely recommend it. You're going to hurt that one day, but it's worth it. 
<laughs> Look, if, you, if you get COVID, you're going to hurt for a lot of days. So, no, I mean, y'all want to know what's crazy? Yeah. Like, let's talk about getting COVID and about how people lose their taste and smell. Do you know there's some people who'd be like, I got COVID. It was fine. Ha ha. But it's six months later and I still can't taste anything. Oh, that would you be You think awful. that's fine? <laughs> I would literally die because I wouldn't eat. Oh what am I God. eating for if I can't taste no, it? No, yes. I've lost my taste before and I was literally just chewing. And I was like, oh, my God, I would hate <laughs> to be like this all the, the time. Exactly. <laughs> what am I eating for? That's what. That's how right. it is, though. Some people try to downplay and like, oh, like, it's nothing. Like, I just can't taste for six months. I can't months. taste. Like, that's I can't something. smell. I'm just, it just feels like I just walked upstairs and died. But it's okay. It's I'm nothing. good. It's cool. <laughs> We're fine. It's not normal, but okay. And then even like you're... Like, I worry about, oh, what are the side effects from the COVID vaccine? But there's so many side effects from, from having COVID. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Either right. way. Either way. Especially in kids, we're seeing them, I mean, be fine with the initial infection, but then they'll come back in with, you know, seizures and strokes and um, multi-system inflammatory disorders. And it's like, what? how did this happen? Oh and it, it's, a, we think it's so from scary. COVID. Oh my yeah. They, they've gotten really sick. From the after effects of COVID. That's wild. So so we know that, you know, clearly staying at home is the best way to avoid exposure to COVID. But like what other tips do you have for people to stay healthy during this time, especially if they're like people with jobs where they, you know, have to go to work, have to be, you know, around people? Like what would you recommend? Yeah, definitely mask, mask, mask. That's super important. And especially covering your nose. (laughs) Some people just be out there wearing a mask over their mouth. Some people wear the mask and then got to sneeze and pull the mask down. I'd be like, yeah. what, what are we doing? You have to sneeze, sneeze into your mask and then get a new mask. Like, don't take it off to sneeze. I, that just, you know, it doesn't really make sense. Common sense. But, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people. But washing your hands, even using hand sanitizer, that's been proven to be really helpful. And then just kind of like keeping a distance from people. Like if you have to go to the grocery store, just kind of like, I know some people can, you know, be really taking their time and you want to rush them along. But keeping your distance as best as possible. I know that a lot of um, places, my Starbucks at the hospital has these like, circles of where to like wait you would be amazed at people that can't just follow simple instructions on the floor and stand on a circle that's crazy girl mm -hmm. i'm telling you because at the grocery store people do not be social distancing like they be right on your back and i'll be like and you know they have the aisles where you're supposed to only go down a certain way way. walmart took them things off the floor because one of my following i'm not even I'm no. not going to lie. Also, I'll keep my six feet because I don't want you near me. But I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I do not I'll pay be attention trying. to them arrows. I'll be trying to follow. If I have like a cart, I'll follow the arrows. But if it's just me, me sometimes right. I'll be like, okay, let I'll me be, just hurry up. Don't you speeding down the aisle with your car? I'm the same way. If someone comes from the right way, I'm act like I was already standing there. Like I came from the right way. <laughs> So, like, is there any, like, you know, like, with the flu, like, people be like, you know, take emergency or take your daily vitamins. Like, it'll keep your immune system good. Is there anything, like, along those lines that we can do? Um, I mean, I've heard stuff like that, like zinc and vitamins. But, I mean, I've also heard so many different things that, that you know, people are coming up with that who knows to say what really helpful mm-hmm. um i think vitamin c it can always be helpful just like as a daily 
or any kind of daily multivitamin, like obviously can't hurt. Um, but anything to actually prevent actual COVID-19, I don't know. I don't honestly know if there's like a true method to the madness, but. Yeah, my mom's always like, if you're feeling, you're starting to feel a little sick, you know, just take some zinc in the morning. No, with your vitamin. It'd be working because I remember I was what starting. Is zinc? I mean, I've seen it, but what actually is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> ask, ask Jamie. She knows. <laughs> it's just like a supplement. It's not, it's, it's like any kind of like, like supplemental, like vitamin that your body makes. It just helps with like immunity and health. Kind of like yeah. that melatonin you beat. Swallowing, you didn't like have crack. to do that. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> I didn't have to expose you. That. She did not have to do that. Like, <laughs> but but not. I'm I'm a I'm a believer in those medicines because I remember one time it was so funny because you know because of COVID, like you get any type of like sore throat, like you sneeze once, you think you sick. <laughs> I remember Facts. one time PTSD. the air can so like at our apartment the air it automatically like it has like these settings where it will adjust itself. One time my vent was open. I guess the air cut on at night. Oh, I woke up in the morning. My throat was hurt. Like I was sneezing. I started freaking out. I I started drinking emergencies every couple hours. I was taking, I took DayQuil and NyQuil. She trying to die. No, and then I took took a mucus relief pill. But guess what? Come, came the next day. We was, you are free. You are funny. I I was so scared. And then I think what made me more scared was, I went, I did something. Did I go to like, I went to brush my teeth. I wasn't thinking about it. I was brushing my teeth. Then I went to use my mouthwash and I couldn't really taste my mouthwash. I said, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I got so scared. I said, I said, oh no. But then I was good. It was just that cold air blowing on me in the night. I remember like in the beginning, like early of last year, like even if you were in the car, you didn't want to cough because you thought the person beside <laughs> you was going to look at you. Like you was just fighting. She got it. she got COVID. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I remember I had during all this, I had to go to the hospital for um when my tooth where I had to end up getting my tooth worked on. So I went to the emergency room bright and early, like early, early. I was like, no one should be in here. So it was good. No one was in there. Man, then someone came in coughing up, like coughing, coughing, and like they came and they were in front of me in line and the woman called me up next to the next window and I was like, I'll just wait. Like, I'll, right. I'll wait till they're done. Like, Coffee cool. McGee over no, here. No, I'll, no I'll rush. No rush. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here crying, like have tears streaming down my face. I'm in so much pain. And I'm like, it's fine. I'll wait. <laughs> like, and she's like, no, my sweetheart, come on. I'm like, no, it's cool. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Ugh. Mm. Yeah. That's just... Yeah. Take your vitamins, kids. <laughs> and wear your mask, bro. <laughs> and wear your mask over your nose, like Jamie said. Yes, please. Also, it's important to, with like any kind of illness that you have, I know a lot of like flu type medications come with like a combination of different drugs in them. Just really like make sure you read what's in it because a lot of things come like this plus Tylenol or mm-hmm. it says acetaminophen and then you can really like hurt yourself overdosing if you don't realize that. And then you also take a Tylenol on the side every six hours and stuff like that. So definitely that's a big combination is kind of like adding Tylenol into any kind of like cold medicine. 
um, and you, which people also take on the side. So. Yeah, Just take one, pick one. And, and you got a lot of those medications. There's a reason they say to take it with food, which <laughs> I will say I'm, I'm stubborn about that. And I'll be quick hey, to just drink it with some way. water. But they <laughs> your said, stomach yeah, will be hurting. I'll say they said that could affect the, the lining of your stomach. Like, oh, nope. Boy, medicine will tear you up. You better take You better <laughs> follow them instructions. It's because. so funny because it's like medicine will help you feel better. But boy, it'll come with side effects right. if you don't do medicine it right. Every eight uh, hours, you better. Yeah. Every At eight seven hours. and a half, you better set a timer because <laughs> don't play with them. <laughs> so, uh, kind of just you know wrapping up this amazing discussion. What changes in healthcare do you hope will come from this entire pandemic experience? Whether it's new practices, new more government assistance, etc. Higher pay, yeah, something. <laughs> I will say we have not received any kind of hazard pay or anything, especially at, at least at my hospital. That is but, so um, crazy to me. Yeah, no. Um, but we are getting like some, they've just now started opening some like critical staffing pay because we're running low on nurses to really help out. So that's been a, a nice bonus um, if you want to come in extra. Other kind of going off of like government assistance uh, in the beginning, we were all kind of worried about having enough PPE and like all the masks and the gowns and gloves and stuff like that. And in the beginning, it was kind of worrisome. Like they were definitely like rationing masks. Like you can have one mask and you can use it for one week and then you can get a new one or which is kind of like crazy. It's like everyone that's like, you know, kid coughs in front of me on, in mm-hmm. my face, cough on my mask, and then I'm going to go to another room and yeah, you know, just carrying that. A, but what? Yeah, so uh, they've like loosened that a little bit. Like that's what I'm saying. Like rules change like every single day. They they came up with something different. Like oh, now it's a five day mask, or no, now it's a two day mask. And oh, if you don't have a COVID patient, you can wear this N95 for a week. But if it's a COVID patient, it's it's one use only. So. I mean, just having like enough supplies is really important. Um, yeah, and you then think they would even, want to stock like healthcare yeah. workers with? Because then, if y'all get sick, who gonna work? Who gonna take like, care of us? Exactly. They don't want me coming in. Exactly. They and that's what, I'm not going to. First of all, <laughs> yeah, that was like the whole issue with like the mask shortage in the beginning because people were like buying all these N95s and, and masks them. and yeah, and we were kind of a little bit worried about it. Luckily, at uh, at my hospital, we didn't ever run out, but we did have to use like different brands. Um, and with N95, that's like the mask that you have to wear in a COVID room or any kind of like, or like in the past, like TB, tuberculosis rooms or chicken pox because they're airborne viruses. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has to be like really form fitted to your face and it's really tight. But with different brands of masks, they fit differently. So you could wear small in this brand and the small and the knockoff brand that they got doesn't really, you know, seal my face. So, and it, you know, when it fogs up my glasses, I get a little worried. So, mm-hmm. I would too. right because um, if it's getting right. up here, that means it's probably <laughs> getting down there. <laughs> yeah, that's what the concern has been. But um, so, like, just having enough like supplies, and then another thing with um, the pandemic is they've had a shortage of you know, adult ICU nurses, which I'm in the kids world, but guess who's who's had to float over there is us. 
so that's been really scary and it, that's been like a huge point of controversy for us pediatric nurses because I mean we argue that we're not trained we don't have wow. that adult ACLS kind of like CPR certification we have like a pediatric and a basic one and that we don't I mean we don't see those diagnoses like you know an adult with AFib and hypertension like I don't we never get that over in you know the kid world mm-hmm. so it's just kind of, I've had to float to in a, the adult ICU um, and it was a totally scary experience for me I was giving you know medications that I wasn't quite familiar with that I don't really give regularly to kids so yeah, that, had that is also yeah that's very stressful and that's been a huge point of controversy especially at my hospital we're hoping that more people enter the healthcare field (laughs) because they are needed and they still need that would be great because you got people (laughs) going back and forth between departments you ain't giving me proper masks i'm working 13 (laughs) hours a day you want me to come back some more to get some extra pay you got me bent (laughs) for real (laughs) that's crazy that's how it is that's Mm. how it's been yeah Jamie, Crazy. I feel like this was really eye-opening because yeah, I feel like... I'll just be at the house. I, I feel like this was eye-opening <laughs> to me, and it's going to make me want to stay in the house more. <laughs> Look, so, if Mia said that, <laughs> then y'all need to listen. Because it's like notes. you don't think about that stuff because it's like, okay, sure, like you work from home, like you just... Like, whatever you do, and then it's like, okay, you choose to go out. But if you get sick, now you you're think about pushing that you're upon the nurses mm-hmm. because they're having to take on more of a load. Like, they have to work more. Like, I guess you don't right. really think about that in, like, the grand scheme of things. Yeah. But it's like, you're not just affecting yourself. Like, yeah. sure, you don't care right. about getting COVID, and your symptoms may not be that bad. But, like, you have to think about the other people you're affecting, too. That's now. always where I'm at. Because, like, I know for a fact, like, I put myself in situations where it's, like, risky, like, being around people. And I know that's bad, and I shouldn't be doing it. But what always will, like, stop me is, like, when I think about other people, like, think about, do I want to be able to see my, like, niece or nephew? Like, because yeah, if I got I, somebody yeah. sick, I would not be able to yeah. live with myself or even real. I was gonna say even yeah. thinking about like my living situation like I live with Jasmine like do I want to put her at risk and in turn like it's like a, a ripple effect you know everyone mm-hmm. she she knows so yeah that's yeah. crazy so if we haven't said it yet thank you thank you thank girl. you for the work you do we proud of you thank you for your Thanks service for having me. Proud, yeah. proud of you Jaylise yes <laughs> thank you okay I so. enjoyed talking about it I'm glad you did because we we learned a lot. Yeah. I did. I ain't have nothing to contribute. <laughs> Speak, speaking of learning, you know how end of every episode we have to you know leave leave the listeners with the tip of the week. So since you're our guest, Jamie, of course that means you get to give the tip of the week. So what would you you know like to provide for our listeners? Definitely want to advocate for that wearing mask above the nose. <laughs> That's that really a important. Tip like. Yep, that is a great tip, especially during the pandemic. Yes. No, Where she said above the nose. Wear your mask. And eat more cake. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, eat more and cake. Eat more cake, period. We, not you're not I look, I look like a cake, so I need to stop eating cake. No. <laughs> I know. I know Jasmine, of all people, is not seeing her <laughs> oh, talking. She no look like more. a cake. I look like a three-tier cake. Then. No, but three-tier. I look like one of them, Don't you know, ceremony body, cakes when they serve, like, the oh, whole class. A sheet cake. I look like a sheet yeah, cake. Sheet cake. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you again, Jamie. It's been great catching up with you. Thank you for taking yeah, time course. out of that busy schedule of yours. Right. 
Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a blast. So if you've liked this episode, please leave us a review and follow us on our social media. Don't forget to share our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever. Also, if you have a topic or want our perspective and or advice on anything, send us a message via our social media, which is located in the episode notes, or you can always email us at peerperspectivespodcast at gmail.com. Who knows? It might be part of our next discussion. As always, thank you for your continued support, and we will see you again real soon. Mm-hmm.